Welcome to the Yadkin Examine. My name is Jonathan Gaylord, the pastor at Yadkinville United Methodist Church, and the Yadkin Examine is a weekly podcast where every Monday we take a moment to reflect on the past week, give thanks to God, and seek strength for the day and week to come. The Examine comes out of a technique described by Ignatius Loyola and is still practiced by Jesuits twice daily. We've adapted it here to help us reflect on the events in our lives and discern God's presence and will for us. We'll use prompts for self-reflection from various sources, like the 22 questions John Wesley and the Holy Club at Oxford would ask themselves daily. In addition to that, we'll hear an excerpt from Sunday's sermon, and we'll draw some reflection questions from the sermon, our worship, and the scripture text. The reflection questions are listed in the show notes, and you may want to copy them so that you can write out your answers as a journaling practice. As we prepare to pray together, I invite you to take a moment to center your body, heart, and mind for prayer, maybe through taking several deep breaths, finding a comfortable posture, anything that helps you to be present to the Holy Spirit in our midst. And now let us begin with an excerpt from the Sunday, March 12th sermon preached by me, Jonathan Gaylord, on the Gospel of John, chapter 4, verses 4 through 42. When Jesus says, the water that I give you, this living water, will create in you your own spring of living water that is gushing up to eternal life. She doesn't say, how does that make any sense? She doesn't say, how can I, a person, become a spring of water in the ground? She says, yes, that is what I want. I want eternal life. I am dry. I am hurting. And presumably, I am alone. And that is what Jesus promises. And we can all identify with that. Who among us has not at some point found ourselves dried out? Who among us hasn't found ourselves with our faith challenged or maybe at times feeling non-existent? Who among us hasn't at times felt like the woman at the well outcast because of where we've been or where we come from? We have been given living water in and through Jesus Christ. And the woman at the well, she doesn't not ask questions. The the point of this isn't to say we should never question God because the woman at the well very clearly asked Jesus, (coughs) excuse me, very clearly asked Jesus some clarifying questions. But at the end of it, she says, I don't understand, Lord, give me this water anyway. I am alone, and I am dry, and I need your help. And she becomes a spring of living water, overflowing into her own town, into her own community. She brings in all these Samaritans, all these other people who are from the wrong place, who are, from, who are there at the wrong time, who worship in the wrong way and in the wrong manner. She brings all these people to Jesus and they say, yes, we have been dry as well. 
And so there in the middle of Samaria, the wrong place with the wrong people becomes an oasis in the middle of the land of Israel. Becomes a place overflowing with life, overflowing with hope, overflowing with health, because this woman stood up and said, yes, I need what you have. In the midst of Lent, in the midst of the season, we can ask ourselves, am I dry? Am I alone? Do I feel like I'm the wrong person at the wrong time and in the wrong place? Do I feel like I need something? Lent asks us to ask those questions and realize that Jesus draws the circle wider, that Jesus opens up this opportunity for us to receive living water, to be filled up, and not only to be filled up, but to overflow with eternal life. Christ has come to give you living water. How will you receive it? Will you receive it and kind of keep it to yourself? Or will you receive it and become, as Jesus says, a spring that's gushing up, a spring that is overflowing, a spring that takes the eternal life and the gift that God has given you and share it with your community and with your world so that others might come to know in the middle of the desert, in the middle of dry places, in the middle of hard times, in the midst of being the wrong person at the wrong time in the wrong place, God still comes for them. This living water that God gives us is a gift, and it is given freely to each and every single one of us. How do we use that water? How do we become that water? How do we become springs of water, of living water gushing forth into the world, bringing forth eternal life, bringing forth love and acceptance and grace to all those that we meet? What the woman at the well shows us is that this is not a project where we seek perfect understanding the woman at the well shows us is faith, being a Christian, being a follower of Jesus is about taking those gifts that we have been given and returning them to the world. It's about overflowing this living water that fills us up. It's about realizing that no matter how dry we are, no matter how alone we feel, no matter if we, regardless of if we feel like we're the wrong person at the wrong place at the wrong time, Jesus shows up and still says, you are my beloved, and I will fill you with living water. Amen. 
Almighty God, thank you for this day that you've given to us. Help us to see your love, your light, and your grace in our lives. Help us to reflect on the week that has been and strengthen ourselves for the week that will be. As you prayerfully review your week, what are you thankful for? Where did the Holy Spirit move in your life this past week? As you consider where you may have fallen short, ask yourself these questions from John Wesley and the Holy Club. Do I thank God that I am not as other people, especially as the Pharisee who despised the publican? Is there anyone whom I fear, dislike, disown, criticize, hold a resentment toward, or disregard? If so, what am I doing about it? Do I grumble or complain constantly? As we look at the week that is to come, ask yourself these questions drawn from the sermon and our scripture text. Are you spiritually dry? What would your life look like, or what would be different, if you were a spring of living water gushing forth to eternal life? Almighty God, thank you for this day that you've given to us, for this opportunity to reflect on the week that has been, and prepare ourselves for the week that is coming. Holy God, make us your people here and now. Fill us with your living water and turn us into springs for your sake. We pray all this through your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. As we prepare to return to the business of our day, let us reflect once more on John chapter 4, verses 4 through 42. So he came to a Samaritan city called Sychar, near the plot of ground that Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired out by his journey, was sitting by the well. It was about noon. A Samaritan woman came to draw water, and Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. His disciples had gone into the city to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, How is it that you, a Jew, ask a drink of me, a woman of Samaria? Jews did not share things in common with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God, and who it is that is saying to you, Give me a drink, You would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have no bucket, and the well is deep. Where do you get that living water? Are you greater than our ancestor Jacob, who gave us this well, and with his sons and his flocks drank from it? Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again, but those who drink of the water that I will give them will never be thirsty. The water that I will give will become in them a spring of water gushing up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I may never be thirsty or have to keep coming here to draw water. Jesus said to her, Go, call your husband and come back. The woman answered him, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, You are right in saying I have no husband, for you have had five husbands, and the one you have now is not your husband. What you have said is true. The woman said to him, Sir, I see that you are a prophet. Our ancestors worshipped on this mountain, but you say that the place where people must worship is in Jerusalem. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, 
the hour is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You worship what you do not know. We worship what we know, for salvation is from the Jews. But the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth, for the Father seeks such as those to worship him. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. The woman said to him, I know that Messiah is coming, who is called Christ. When he comes, he will proclaim all things to us. Jesus said to her, I am he, the one who is speaking to you. Just then his disciples came. They were astonished that he was speaking with a woman, but no one said, What do you want, or why are you speaking with her? Then the woman left her water jar and went back to the city. She said to the people, Come and see a man who told me everything I have ever done. He cannot be the Messiah, can he? They left the city and were on their way to him. Meanwhile, the disciples were urging him, Rabbi, eat something. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you do not know about. So the disciples said to one another, Surely no one has brought him something to eat. Jesus said to them, My food is to do the will of him who sent me, to complete his work. Do you not say four months more, then comes the harvest? But I tell you, look around you and see how the fields are ripe for harvesting. The reaper is already receiving wages and is gathering fruit for eternal life so that the sower and the reaper may rejoice together. For here the saying holds true, One sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap for which you did not labor. Others have labored, and you have entered into their labor. Many Samaritans from that city believed in him because of the woman's testimony. He told me everything I had ever done. So when the Samaritans came to him, they asked him to stay with them, and he stayed there two days. And many more believed because of his word. They said to the woman, It is no longer because of what you have said that we believe, for we have heard for ourselves and we know that this is truly the Savior of the world. When the two days were over, he went from that place to Galilee. Thank you so much for praying the Yadkin examine with us today. As you go forth into this middle of March, I invite you to remember that we are doing an online fund drive to support our online ministries. So if you uh, get anything... So if you find the Yadkin Lectio, the Yadkin Examine, our online worship, or any of our other online options uh, to be helpful in growing your faith, I'd encourage you to go over to yadkinvilleumc.org forward slash contribute, and any amount that you can give there helps us to sustain these ministries and to keep them going and hopefully to keep them growing as well. Make sure to check it out because for every gift you make, we will send you a free thank you gift for any contribution over $25. So stickers, t-shirts, life-size cutout of John Wesley, you get to pick out a hymn and worship. Uh, the list goes on. So I invite you to go and check that out and support uh, the Adkin Examine, the Adkin Lectio, online worship in that manner. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can always reach me at pastor at yadkinvilleumc.org. And until we pray together again, I encourage you to keep John chapter 4 verses 5 through 42 in your heart and mind. Asking yourself, what is God speaking to you today?